Hey everybody, welcome to the SOS Small Business Success Podcast. And Happy New Year as well. Happy New Year. Glad to have you here. I'm streaming live on my Facebook page, my personal page, Bonnie Bonadeo, so you can always catch the replays there from a video standpoint. But of course, this podcast is on Anchor, um, Spotify, Google Play. You can catch the podcast there as well. And if you go to Anchor and just type in my name, Bonnie Bonadeo, you'll also find all of the previous podcasts. So uh, it previously was called the Salon Success Business Podcast, but I kind of switched up a little bit this year to just Small Business Success Podcast, because the truth is, we need to start catering to small businesses and to be able to help them find ways to survive um, now that we're in 2021. And that and my commitment is for small businesses. And I know that salons are a big part of sm small businesses, which is mainly the audience that I cater to are salons. But I don't want to sidebar some of this information for people that are independent contractors, freelance uh, talent, coaches, um, and, you know, people in, in those type of fields, indie product companies, um, any of those are also valid for this. And of course, any suite owner type people. It doesn't have to necessarily be in beauty, although I focus in beauty, wellness, and health industries mainly and exclusively, but you could be a gym, you could be a restaurant, you could be any one of these other type of small businesses. And because this information is still going to be relevant to you because we're going to be talking about how to build your brand so that you can survive while developing people that thrive. And what we know to be true is that small business owners work very hard in their business. They have a lot of hats on and we're going to talk about those hats this year um, in, throughout all of the podcasts and throughout any of the programming that I'm going to be doing because what we have to be able to do is decide where we need to put our time, money, and energy into. What hat do we need to be wearing at what time in order to grow our business? Because most of us as small business owners are, are also working in the business. So if you own a restaurant, you might be the cook if you um, or the chef. If you own a salon, you might be working behind the chair. So in all of these cases, a lot of times small business owners are present in their business and um, are considered revenue producers in their business. So we have to be able to take that into consideration and look at ways that you can still strengthen and grow your business and be profitable um, so that it, uh, it can grow and it can survive going into this year because, you know, we kind of left, uh, you know, this, this 2020 and we were all like so glad for 2020 to be done. But the truth is, it's pretty much fallen into the same path here going into 2021. Um, so there is some angst that we need to let go of. Maybe there's some additional stress that we can let go of. But the truth is, is that what we want to be able to do is say, all right, so fine. It all happened last year. We had a pandemic. We had shutdowns. We had, um, you know, loss of people. We still have a pandemic. We still have shutdowns going on. We still have loss of people. These things are still happening. But if you're in a position to be able to be actively in your business and growing your business, then you're going to have to get really strategic of what it's going to take in order to have your business go to the next level. We don't know what's going to be coming down the pipeline. We don't know if recession is looming um, around us at this point in time. So here's what we're going to talk about. This, the, the SOS small business coaching is based on this framework. It's talking about if you create strategic opportunities, you then can have success. 
Because I think what happens is we get overwhelmed by the amount of what we need to be doing as small business owners. And we get overwhelmed by um, thinking that we have to do it all. And the truth is, is we don't have to do it all. We just have to decide on what strategic opportunities are going to create the greatest impact for my business to be able to grow. And you either need to learn how to do some of these things that I'm going to share with you or find the resources of people that can help you to do them. Now, the next phase that we're going to talk about here is the sum strategy. And this some strategy is looking at these five areas of opportunities in your small business, sales, operations, mindset, marketing, and education. And then we have to decide, you know, what areas are most important that we focus on. You know, starting at the beginning of the year and kind of closing out 2020, mindset might be a valid area for you to look at. Like, you know, where are you at right now? Are you, are you exhausted? Are you frustrated? Um, is, is where you're at right now preventing you from being able to get into some, some strong actions to grow your business to the next level? Maybe your sales were down coming out of 2020 and a lot of people's were, okay? A lot of, lot of sales were down coming out of 2020. So maybe you need to look at some strategic opportunities to increase sales. But you know, it's, it can't be just this across the board, I'm gonna increase sales. You have to be able to look at what strategic opportunities might be the fastest, quickest way for you to increase sales. And then of course we have to, we, as we keep going into a new year and we keep, evolving with technology, we have to be able to look at our operational success or failure in that case. You know, everybody looks at Amazon as this company. It's like, well, you know, what is their brand? What is their business? What is their claim to fame here? And, you know, and you could say, oh, it's because they sell everything. Well, guess what? The reason why they can sell everything is because they have operational success. They have implemented operational systems and strategies so that they can sell everything. Now, Amazon's business model is not what most of ours is. Usually, ours is probably very strategic to an industry, to a particular category. Um, and we don't need that type of extreme operational success. But today, you probably need more automation than you have. You probably need more automation than you think. You probably have access to some of this, but you're just not sure how to be able to use it. So we wanna be able to dive into how do we create operational success for what your business is about. And then of course there's marketing. And marketing is you know, really sales with a plan. So if you understand where you can increase your sales, then you just put a marketing campaign together with that. And then if education is a category that says, what do I need to learn? in order to make this happen. What do I need to learn in order to make this happen? So there's our framework. We're going to touch on it again here in just a second, but let's let let's let we'll dive deeper into it for sure. So uh, you know, again, this is called the SOS Small Business Coaching Podcast and uh, oh, 2021. I forgot to change it to 2021. And I am your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Now I've spent, this year I will actually be 40 years into the beauty, wellness and health industry. Um, but I've been on the business side of this industry for 20 plus years. So as a coach, as an educator, as a teacher, as a trainer, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, um, all of these areas I've focused on 
but I am a licensed cosmetologist and I've been, you know, really committed to this industry for a long time. So my expansion to be able to commit to small businesses still applies to all of us, but it's going to open the door for other companies that might need a little bit more of that marketing and branding support. So our topic today is welcome aboard. Welcome aboard to 2021. Uh, how's everybody feeling? <laughs> I'm going to check here, since I am streaming live today, I'm going to check here and see if there's uh, any action or activity uh, going on here on Facebook on the page. I'm not even sure what page it actually went on to, so I'll do a double check just to see where we're at at this point and uh, find my find my programming here. And yes, yeah, so if you guys have a question or a comment or, you know, want to wish some people Happy New Year, feel free to post in it. I'm on my live page at Bonnie Bonadale. All right, so one of the things that I'm gonna suggest that you do for this year is define success, okay? Define what you think success is, right? I mean, you could look it up on, on Google and Wikipedia and all these other places and you could say, oh, well, this is what success is. But the truth is you have to be clear that you understand your meaning of success. Because when you have to start implementing new strategies, when you have to kind of like get out of that comfort zone and really start being the business owner and the entrepreneur that I know that you are, you have to know what it is you're striving for, okay? So there's, there's lots of options in this. And it could be, a, you know, a, a variation of many of these options. Uh, it could be money, okay? It could be fame. It could be status, it could be contribution or love for what you do, could be time. You know, you, success for you is having time. Maybe that time is with your family. Maybe that time is to be able to travel. Um, it could be freedom. So you have to be able to kind of look at what does success mean to you, okay? So it could be a combination of, I want enough money in the bank that I'm free to travel and spend time with my family. Okay, so then you'd have to look at it and say, is it freedom or is it money? Okay, if you don't have the money in the bank right now, then you don't have the freedom. So then you have to be able to look at it and go, I need more money in order to have that freedom. You know, some people, it's not about money. Some people, it's about contribution or being able to share what they offer. Um, in some cases for people, it's about status or fame. They wanna be able to achieve a level of status or fame that has them be recognized, which in turn might make them more marketable to make more money and have more freedom. So there's layers to this and there's, there's you know, steps to achieve these and there's consequences of trying to achieve too much too fast. So if money is your game, you have to figure out, do you have what it takes in order to get your business to that next level if it's money, okay? And really think about it, you know, I mean, this is like one of those, this, this would be one of those things that I would say, ponder, uh, write it down in your journal, um, ask a few other people how they define it as well, because, because here's what we know to be true. We closed out 2020, but is this year any different? Okay, you know, I'm in Georgia, we just, we're wrapping up the final runoff election and it's, you know, it's, it's still, it's so close. It's so close. And I don't know what, I don't know what the next step is. I don't know if they do a recount, if they call it being, you know, like, I, I don't know what the end results are. 
but there's a lot at stake for this. There's a lot at stake for this in our country um, of America to be able to look at this. So the truth is, is that what's different, you know, what's different going into 2021? We're still dealing with the pandemic, although we do have, uh, you know, the, the vaccine, but that doesn't seem like it's getting out fast enough. So there's still a risk that businesses might shut down. There's still a risk that, um, you know, well, of course, there's, there's the, the, intent that we still need to be wearing masks and doing all of these things. But not much has changed kind of rolling into the sixth day of the new year of 2021. So look at this from this standpoint. I'm going to ask you these questions. What was the biggest concern that you had in 2020 outside of COVID? So you got you to kind of like put COVID in a box right now, okay? So you know, it could be that you weren't prepared for the slowdown. You didn't have enough money in the bank. You didn't have enough ways to communicate with clients. You didn't have, you lost staff over the course of time with everything that's going on. So COVID might be a culprit, okay? It's a circumstance has happened. But what was the, the impact and the effect that it had on your business that if you could now fix it to prevent that from happening again, you would. Okay. So then ask yourself this question, what didn't happen? What didn't happen in 2020 that you hoped would have happened? Okay. Was it opening up another location? Was it uh, being able to expand your current business? Was it growing more staff? Was it adding on uh, new services or products? Okay, what didn't happen in 2020 that you still have on the plan of action to go into 2021, okay? And then to be able to really ask yourself this question, and it might be a little harsh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask it anyway. How much of what happened is your responsibility, okay? Again, putting COVID aside, okay? Because if it wasn't the pandemic, it could be a recession. It could be that you were in a particular market area that might've had a little bit more activity of rioting and things. And so downtown Seattle, for an example, is still a ghost town. It's still a ghost town. So it's, it's a layered effect of all of these things. COVID started it, but there was more to it than that. But how much of it was your responsibility that you weren't prepared for? And what can you do different in 2021 to be able to be more prepared for what's coming around the corner? And, you know, and if we look at just the political landscape of our environment, there could be a lot of changes. There could be things that we're, we don't know and we don't know what to expect. And believe me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to repeat any of the things that one party said over the other party of, oh, if, they take over, this will happen. If they get it, this won't happen, that type of thing. I'm not going to do that because the truth is I don't know. It's just, it's, it's an enormous amount of uncertainty, which I think causes a lot of people anxiety at this point as well. So we're going to look at this framework and the some strategy to be able to say, what can I help you with in listening just to these podcasts or participating in any of the trainings or webinars or, or courses that I have to offer? What can I do to be able to help you? Okay, so let's define first the framework versus the strategy conversation. Because if I say that, you know, you need to have, you need to understand what the framework is that you're working within your business 
And if you understand the framework, then you can devote certain and allocate certain time, money, and resources to that potential and to that possibility. So if you look at framework, framework is kind of foundational, yet it can be flexible and fluid, okay? So, you know, boats are made a particular way in order to float, okay? So there's boats made out of wood. There's also boats made out of iron and steel. Um, and all of them are made in a particular way to be able to float. So if you look at your house, your house is framed up in a particular way in order to hold walls, hold roof, protect you in a sense. But within that house, you have different rooms, you have a flow, you have um, a, a, a flexible floor plan type of thing that gives you access to being able to have it. But the framework is kind of foundational in what you're doing, okay? You can't necessarily avoid a framework approach to certain things and how they're being made. So think of your business. What are some frameworks that you need to establish here that are kind of non-negotiable, okay? okay? They have to be somewhat non-negotiable and yet they can be flexible and fluid based on trends or times um, or what specifically it is, like a boat versus a house, okay? The, found, the framework of a boat would obviously be, it has to float. Okay, it has to float. Now, strategy is, is more of a stringent approach with short-term goals and planned action. So if I understand what my framework is, what, what is the success formula of my framework? And then what is the strategy that I need to implement in order to achieve certain goals? And usually that would be task and act actions or KPIs, okay, so get to get kind of very business corporate in there, is then you have to be able to look at what are the actions I need to take in order to achieve the results I'm looking for within the framework that I have accessible to me. So if you work within the framework and you implement a strategy to its intent, it will give you results. Okay, if you work within a framework and you implement a strategy to its intent, what it's designed to be able to do, you will gain results. And then you just have to be able to say, did I get the results that I wanted? Are these results measurable? Um, are these results getting me closer to what I, I have defined as success for me? Okay, more customers, more um, sales, more employees, more expansion, more offerings, okay? So things like that that you're looking at in there, all right? So let's break this down even a little bit further here. So, and again, this, I wanna just remind you that, you know, when we're talking about the framework, it's like looking at strategic opportunities for success. But if we're looking at the strategy, we're looking at five different areas, sales, operation, mindset, marketing, and education. So let's break those down a little bit more. If you are in a position of selling anything, which any business owner, the truth is, is you are selling. You're, you're, and if you're uncomfortable selling, then you're probably not gonna survive in business very long. Sales is going to be one of the most powerful pieces of framework that you can offer. You have to be able to be selling something in order to stay into business, okay? And how you have a sales process set up around that is going to be critical. So the first thing I'm gonna suggest that you do for this year is you're gonna list everything you sell, okay? List everything that you sell. So if you were a restaurant, it would be all of your menu items. You know, if you're a restaurant that's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then you're going to, you have a menu of items, 
so in a sense, it's already listed, right? But there might be more to it. There might be gift cards. There might be catering services. Um, there, you know, there might be other things that are on there. So these, again, are products that have a price and can be sold, all right? So when I talk about products, too, I want to be very clear that I'm referencing services as well. So if you are a salon and you're getting a haircut, that is a product. You are selling a product. Now, it's a service. It's being done in a way that's a service, um, you know, by somebody else. But it's still a product. It has a price attached to it, and it's a sellable item. So we're going to reference all of this as a, in a, as a, as a end cap of a product. So list all your services. List all your brands. List all your sub-brands. And list all your products, every single one of your products. Okay. And it might be that you have this in a system that you can just kind of print it out. Look at it. Look at it from, from the standpoint of, do you have them all priced appropriately based on what the cost of goods are, based on the time that it takes to be able to offer that? Because the first thing you might have to do going into 2021 is really look at your price menu and say, do I have everything priced at a point where I'm still profitable? Or am I in a position that the cost of goods have gone up? Um, you know, January 1, there was a lot of states that um, minimum wage went up. Am I in a position that I'm still profitable or has it cut into my bottom line and my profits as an owner? Um, and I need to make some adjustments here. Okay. So you want to price everything out appropriately, evaluate where maybe there could be some gray areas that you have, you've overlooked or you didn't pay attention to going into the previous going into this year. And then look at it from a standpoint. Now, service menus, I think, are very popular in doing this, and I'm going to suggest to not do this. Um, service menus do things like this. Uh, a highlight is a 125 and up, okay? I'm going to suggest that you take the end up off of there. And it's going to be a highlight is 125. And then what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to incorporate other products that would be in that and up formula, okay? So and up could be uh, dense hair, and up could be longer hair, and up could be uh, multiple colors, and up could be a gloss, a toner, um, any of those things, okay? So break them down and put a price on them. Break them down and put a price on them, okay? So I, I promise you, as a consumer, we do not go into the grocery store. Let's say we're going to whip up a dinner and the dinner is going to be, you know, uh, steak, potatoes, and uh, broccoli, okay? It's not like steak dinner, you know, $27 and up, okay? We wouldn't ever buy it. We would never buy it that way, all right? A, a restaurant would never put and up on their menu, they always have asterisks that just say that if you want to substitute, it's going to be extra. If you want to split the plate, it's going to be extra. And then they have that pricing on there. They tell you what it is. So you need to do the same thing. Get rid of the end up and define what it is that is sellable. Because if you then have to have the conversation with the client that says, you know, I'd like to use multiple colors. And so multiple colors would be an additional $10. And it's clear. It's clear. Okay. It's not this this uncertainty that the client then walks up to the counter and then has, you know, a, 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 a ticket that is way more than they had expected, all right? 
So create a, a price structure for every item. Develop internal sales systems, okay? Processes, scripts, whatever that takes. If you've got people that are on the phone booking appointments, you know, script them out of how they can, how they're selling your products. Script out any of your team members on how to be able to sell your products. Um, develop uh, those internal sales processes and scripts and start, you know, cataloging them, keep them so that you can make edits to them later and you're not having to duplicate your efforts. And then rank and define high profit products, okay? Which products do you offer, products or services? Okay, remember products is, is included in services. Which ones are your high profit ticket items? Create a list of the top 10. Which ones make you the most money in the shortest amount of time, All right? And then set that aside for now, okay? Because what you're gonna do is you're gonna create a strategy to sell them um, more than any other thing on there, okay? More than any other thing. And then, you know, look for ways that you are finding new clients based on those top 10 and look for ways that you can increase or upgrade sales to existing clients based on those top 10, all right? We can't be all things to all people. We can't be offering everything to everyone. So look at this. This would be a strategic opportunity to success is looking at your high ticket, your most profitable items, your top 10 most profitable items, and then figuring out ways that they get more attention, more time, and more investment of you in order to strategize those. Okay. All right. Okay. Operations. We're going into the second category of the of our framework here. Look for areas that don't have a seamless process, okay? If, if there's areas in your business that don't have a seamless process, then fix it, fix the process, okay? Whether it's manually or whether it's an automated approach, fix the process so that it becomes more seamless. How to be able to book an appointment, how to make a reservation, um, how to be able to sell things online if you're a, if you're a product-based company. If you're a brick and mortar business, you know, how do you be able to, when people walk in the door, how do you be able to create that seamless process for them to be able to buy and check out, okay? So from buying a product to booking a service, calls in, paying, um, software that you're using, you know, is it, is it, is it complicated? Is it cumbersome? Um, looking at opportunities to be able to target market, um, you know, strategically bringing people in that you're going to target market, you know, whether it's females or males or, or, you know, kids, um, new clients, uh, clients that have been very loyal to you over the last year uh, that you want to do additional type of promotion or marketing to. All right. Check your record keeping. This is one of the biggest things that, you know, will we'll certainly get any business owner into a challenge is record keeping and your financials. You know, how are your financials um, doing? And do you have access to being able to look at your financials on a regular and ongoing basis? And then, of course, the leadership and management of your business. If you are working in your business and you are responsible for the sales and the operations of your business, which includes managing and leadership, this might be the opportunity for you to look at what do you have, what systems do you have set up in place that can streamline the leadership and the management of people and or processes. Okay, because we always say lead people and manage systems, lead people manage systems. So what systems are breaking down that's having you 
having to lead people around them. Okay. Having conversations, you're managing, you're putting out fires all the time. Okay. Build some systems around that. That's, that's going to create more operational excellence for you in 2021. And of course, marketing, our third category, focus on one to three areas only. Okay. Don't, again, don't do broad marketing, trying to sell everything to everyone. Um, do a digital checklist. Where are you at on the digital scale of, you know, having a digital identity? How are clients finding you? Is it easy for them to find you? Do you rank well? Do you have a website that, that speaks about your brand, that speaks about the products that you carry? Is it easy to get through your website? Is it cumbersome if you're selling products, you know, online products, you're an e-commerce site? Um, you know, how simple is the process to be able to add it to the cart and check out, right? Um, look for ways to be able to get better automated. What platforms should you be using for marketing? Okay, whether that's, you know, social media, Google, email marketing, uh, you know, any of these things, what platforms you need to be using, because you don't need to be doing them all. You don't need to be doing them all. The most important thing you need to be doing is finding out where your ideal customer is coming from. Okay, what products are solving the most problems for your clients? What's, what products are selling the most? Keep, keep pushing and packaging those up as being your, you know, your, uh, your, your target leaders in there. What customers are you selling to? What time frames does it take for you to sell things? What price do you have on there? Is it a price that is too high, too low, just right? You know, is there some adjustments that need to be made or some promotion that needs to be added in order to make it more values driven or value driven? Okay. Um, what's the solution that you're solving for people? What problems are you solving for people? Does your internal team understand what you're marketing at this given time? Okay. Um, because marketing is just a form of communications. It's being able to communicate what's available and how people have access to it. All right. So is your customers aware of what you offer? Is it easy for them to see how your business works? Do they understand exactly what you do or is it gray? Okay. And this is, this is a challenge that I think, you know, I've had for years being a coach and uh, you know, and a brand strategist, this is a challenge I've had for years. It's like, there's not enough clarity on what it is that I do and for who. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a constant battle for people that are in freelance type of positions, because a lot of times we say, oh, but I do this and I do that and I do this and I do that. And I don't want to just narrow it down to one thing. Okay. Um, but if you go on a website and it's not clear, yeah, then you need to narrow it down. I'm working on my websites yet again at the beginning of this year to create even more clarity than I've ever had before. Um, marketing is sales with a plan and branding is sales with a soul. So what plan do you have to be able to increase sales through marketing? And are you branding the soul of your business to be able to create that sticky connection that people want um, and need and desire today? You know, because we're not just doing business with anybody. We are doing business with people that we want to do business with. We're doing business with companies that we believe in, that we know who they are, that we trust what they're about, okay? And that kind of ties us back into to mindset. And mindset is really about you. Where are you at in being accountable and responsible to your business? Okay, no blaming. There's no blaming. 
We can't, we can't be blaming COVID anymore. You know, we're living in COVID times. We're still dealing with COVID. We'll probably still be dealing with COVID throughout the majority of 2021. What do you need to be accountable for and responsible for in your business? And what support do you need in order to stretch and grow? All right. Most likely in a mindset, it's, it's mindset and strategy that you might be having the hardest time with. Okay. Mindset being confident, mindset being not knowing exactly what you need to be doing. Mindset looking for answers from other business, like-minded businesses like yours. And how did they do that? The problem is, is that we have a tendency to idolize people that are kind of outside of our scale at the moment. You know, it's good to have a vision. It's good to have mentors like that. But the truth is, is you want to look at more like-minded businesses to be able to see what are they doing to success that I can duplicate and copy in order to achieve the level of success that I see that they have or desire that I want. Okay? And, you know, if someone was to help you implement a strategy, what support would that be? What kind of support would that look like? And would it help your mindset? If you knew that there was someone that could help you, would it support your mindset? And of course, the final strategy here is education. What do you need to learn or what do you need to teach? Okay, you might need to be able to teach somebody in your salon to take over some responsibilities so that you can focus more on the sales, the marketing, or the operation part of it. Okay, what are you not doing because you don't know how to do it or you aren't willing to research it? I get it. I don't want, I don't want to have to know everything. But I see where I struggle in my own business and I see where my clients struggle in their business. And then I have to be diligent as a coach and a, and a consultant for them to be able to help them find the solutions that they need, which requires learning new things and doing some deeper research than what you think. And what's the one thing that if you knew it and could do it would help you reach your goals? If you knew it and you could do it. Would it help you reach your goals? What's that one thing that you probably need to know? And I know a lot of people would say something like uh, social media or, you know, email marketing or better automation or implementing, you know, new software into my company that helps me to be more automated and stuff like that. There's plenty of companies out there that will help you through this process. And there's plenty of coaches out there, even like myself that can help you through that process as well. So ultimately what you wanna do is develop a strategy in each one of these areas and implement it. Implement it with success or develop a strategy in one area, okay? Because this, this strategy plus opportunities to be able to equal success is gonna be critical for you to be able to look at your business because 2021, you're gonna to have to be conscious of what is actually bringing you in the business. So what products are you selling that are considered leaders? All right. And who is doing the selling? Who's doing the majority of the selling? If you are an owner in a small business and you are providing more than 50% of the sales to survive, then it's you. But if you have other people that are working for you, what can you do in order to get them up to a different level? Because if you can, if you can devote a little bit of time to them, train them up better, get them up and running more, and they start selling more, then you start creating that balanced ratio and a better bottom line for yourself. 
And then of course, create clarity on what and who needs the support and the attention, what and who needs to shift in your business and possibly go. Okay, possibly go. And I'm including products and services too. If you have products sitting on your shelf that are collecting dust, or if you have products that haven't been sold in a while, figure out if these are products that need to be eliminated, revised, um, maybe packaged up with a leader product in order to get it into the hands of more people, promotional value, okay? Gift with purchase, things like that. Um, and this also includes people. Do you have people that are in your organization that are costing you and not producing revenue? Okay, so the, 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 the value that they're bringing in is costing you more than what they're doing to bring in more revenue. And you might need to look at that. So there might be some products, there might be some systems, there might be some people that need to go in 2021 in order to make you be profitable. And you're going to have to be really courageous to make those choices and make those decisions really courageous to do that. Okay. Because you can't be a non-action anymore. You won't survive. You will not survive if you're in non-action, but you want to get to some kind of action. Okay. You want to be implementing some kind of action, but the most important thing that you can be doing is getting into effective action. All right. Effective action. Uh, all right. So you guys, I don't want to be in, I don't want you in 2021 and not have the support that you need. And a lot of the support that I offer is more under marketing strategy and it's a clean slate. It's a clean slate this year and you have the opportunity to be able to get to that next level. So I want to be able to offer you something that's going to help you to succeed more. Now I, I pick a word every year and I usually write it on a white rock or a shell or something to that degree, whatever is kind of like most, um, what I'm most connected to at this point. And my word for the year is thrive. Okay. I am, I am all about thriving and I don't look at thriving as just thriving on money. It's, I want to be passionate about what I'm doing. I want to be more strategic about what I'm doing. I don't want to be doing 10 things um, that I'm doing well in nine of them or seven of them or six of them or whatever. I want to be doing a couple of things that make the greatest amount of impact. And I want not only myself to thrive and here's the results. Here's how I know I'm going to have the results is that my clients thrive. And if my clients are thriving, then I know I'm thriving. Okay. For me, it is, it is contribution. Secondary for me, it is time. Okay. I, I want to make sure that I have time to do other things in my life, be with my family, travel, um, that type of things. I don't put money at the top of my, you know, success resources um, because I value, I value family, I value travel and I value, um, you know, my time um, as a representation of that here. So, all right. So we've got a couple things here. One, sign up, you guys, sign up for my program. It's a 12-week program, the SOS Thriving Over Surviving, okay? And in 12 weeks, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at your business from these strategies here, and we're going to implement a campaign to get something going, okay? So if you say, I need more sales, we're going to be implementing a sales campaign. If it's like, I need more people, we're going to be implementing a recruitment campaign, if you're like, I just need to start letting my community know um, I'm here, maybe I'm a newer business, then we're going to implement an awareness campaign, whatever that is. And we'll talk about all of what that looks like within this 12-week program, okay? But you're going to learn the concept and the action, and you're going to get the help that you need. 
This is not a 12 week program where every week I'm going to be like, you know, shoving something and saying, okay, now do this, now do that. And then you're thinking, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I don't have the resources yet to be able to do that. It's going to be one week where we're going to provide you what you need to do. The second week of this 12 week course is going to be an open coaching session. So you're going to bring your ideas to that coaching session and we're going to wrap about it. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Because I promise you in a, in a group setting like this, the questions that you bring to this open coaching session is going to help a lot of people. And a lot of people are probably going to have good ideas. I'm not going to be the only leader in these every other week open coaching sessions to be able to support you. There's going to be other people that are doing it and have done it well that might provide you a better suggestion that, than I even can. So it's going to be that time where it's going to be if you've never worked with a coach before or you haven't had that opportunity to be able to just like say, oh, I just need help and you know, I don't understand how to do this or what do I need to do or I'm not sure what I should be implementing as my strategy going into this year. That's what these open sessions are for. So Every week, there's going to be a session. On the second week, there's going to be an open coaching session to support that session. Third week, we're going to implement another strategy. Fourth week, we're going to talk about how that strategy from one to two is going to be able to support you, how to implement it, what resources you might need, what training you might need, okay? So over the 12 weeks, you're going to get a really good understanding of how to be able to, um, you know, get to that next level. Now, if you wanna hear more about the 12 week program, I am doing a free webinar and you can join that. It's on January 18th um, and you can go to brandbuilderlive.com. It's on a Monday, 6 p.m. brandbuilderlive.com and you can hear a little bit more from the webinar of what the 12 week program is going to be about. Plus I'm gonna be able to share with you um, the the, the, the kind of the essence of marketing and branding a little bit. And then also the, the what I call the act, uh, the act formula that's going to help you to be able to see how you're going to implement these strategies. Okay. Simple campaign strategies, right? I mean, we just came off of a year of the longest running campaign of our lives. All right. And we'll look at what's effective and what is not effective. So, uh, if you are interested in the 12 week program and you're just like, I need it, Bonnie, I'm ready. I've been following you. I've been, you know, lurking and poking around watching you go to sosthrive.com and you can sign up for the program. Okay. That's going to take you to the landing page and you can sign up for the program sosthrive.com. If you're interested in the webinar and you want to find out a little bit more brandbuilderlive.com. Okay. Brandbuilderlive.com. All right. Okay, guys, I don't see any questions on here. I actually can't even find where this is at on there, you know, typical for trying to go live onto Facebook here. But if you have questions, feel free to ask me. And then remember, you can hear this podcast on Anchor um, and Spotify and many others. Or you can go to my personal page, Bonnie Bonadeo, and look at the, uh, the video version of this podcast as well. All right. Until next week, I look forward to seeing you guys then. And remember that it's that you've got to start building your brands this year to survive. And I am interested in helping to develop you so that you can thrive. All right. Have a great day.